Hey folks, this is Glenn Mann, and welcome to an all-new episode of the Man from New York podcast. Right now, New York City and other parts of the country are in the middle of a deep, deep chill, a deep freeze. The dreaded polar vortex has come to town. Apparently, she's made a list, and she's checked it twice and decided to freeze us all. I know why I assume the polar vortex uh, is a woman. Uh, somebody, I know someone listening might be like, why is he saying the polar vortex is a woman? Is that sexist? Is, is that misogynist? I don't know. I just, I, you know, she's powerful uh, and she's deadly. And everyone's talking about it. So I just assumed it was a lady. Like, forgive me. But the temps out there are really dangerous. Uh, in New York, is like 10 degrees below zero, it feels like. I know in Chicago, I think they've had, like, wind chills where it's, like, minus 50. So, you know, it's, it's just really crazy. Uh, I keep saying it until you get, until you get tired of me saying that. I really hate a cold weather. And what's really, what makes it really bad is, like, when you've got the snow and the ice. Like, yesterday, they were, there was what they call a snow squall where you just get, like, a sudden burst of snow and ice. Uh, one minute it was clear, next minute there was sort of this inclement weather for a few minutes. And it just makes it really hard to walk. Because when it's really cold outside, you want to walk fast. You want to get to where you're going. But when there's snow and ice on the ground, you've got to walk carefully. So now you're walk so now you're making your way down the street trying to walk fast and careful at the same time. And you sort of look like a penguin with arthritis or something. It's just, it's just really awkward. Like, no one could walk cool in that type of condition. Like, even Shaft. Remember Shaft, the great movie from the 70s, Richard Roundtree? Shaft, who had the coolest walk ever in movies, could not walk down looking cool in this weather. They'd be like, who is the man walking down the street? And Shaft just fell. I'd be like, ooh, that's a bad, shut your mouth. I'm just talking about his leg injury. I mean, it's just... It just makes it really awkward. But what's really, or what can really be cold and chilly, are relationships. And I mean is friendships or romantic relationships, or maybe those things that are sort of in between, what I like to call relationships, where, like, you're friends, but there's, like, an emotional intimacy, and uh, you get the idea what I'm talking about. What happens when those things start to sort of fade, right? Where suddenly that person who you really care about, or in some cases, you know, someone who really adores you, and let's say all of a sudden the communication isn't there anymore. You don't talk anymore, really. Maybe that person sends you a text message and you just kind of ignore it, or maybe you send them texts and they don't respond, or you post stuff on social media and they ignore it, but then you see them commenting like on other people's posts, or vice versa. You, uh, you see their stuff, but you just kind of ignore it. You're just not really into what they're saying or doing. And those can feel very, like I say, chilling, because you're like, is something happening? Is something wrong? Did I do something wrong? Or in the case, maybe you're perceived that that person did something wrong by you, and but you can't really quite put words on it but there's something your perception of them has changed but sometimes nothing has happened no one has done anything wrong to anyone 
uh, I believe like the weather, there are seasons to everything, including relationships, including close friendships. And sometimes uh, there are periods in your life where you're not going to be as close to certain people as you used to be. And there are going to be other times where people who you were not close to at all, or maybe were not friends with, all of a sudden you, you become close to them, you become buddy-buddy for some reason. And I think it's important to recognize that and not either cast judgment on yourself. If you think maybe I did something wrong, this person, you know, doesn't want to seem to be bothered. Or, you know, if you have found yourself maybe distancing yourself from someone because uh, for whatever reason, it's just it, it, that connection isn't there, that vibe isn't there. Now, that doesn't mean totally be like oblivious like this has to come with some self-awareness because if you did do something wrong then you should at least try to make amends or at least uh, make it known that you are know that you did something wrong or if you have no idea what you did wrong at least reach out to try to you know at least extend some sort of uh, communication but there are seasons uh, to these things that's just the way that's just the nature i believe of uh humanity and coexistence now speaking of nature i'm sure some of you have seen the planet earth series the long-running uh sort of documentary series on nature narrated produced by the legendary uh, david attenborough and these are really sort of cinematic productions of was happening in nature or around the world and they're really beautifully done even if you're someone who doesn't really like watch nature documentaries uh, you watch some of the, you watch a couple of minutes of these and you're like wow this is really cool so last night i believe uh, here at least in the united states it might have already aired in the uk but there's a new installment of the planet herb series called or they pronounce it dynasties uh, but i'm american i'll say dynasties because if i say dynasties you would be like oh glenn you're being really pretentious is you know you're an american why you have a fake british accent for and we'll be like i'm just pronouncing the way it is you bloody wanker but anyway i was watching a little bit of it last night and for some reason the description of the episode i don't know it kind of got under my skin and it was i'm a little paraphrasing right now but it was like a chimp named dave in senegal uh searches for something and my first reaction was, that chimp name is not Dave. And what am I? And like, look, I know we give animals names all the time, especially pets. But I'm like, in the wild, in nature, that chimp is not Dave. Other chimps are not like, hey, Dave, what's up? You know, I don't know the intricacies of chimp dialect and communication. But I'm pretty sure they're not saying, what up, Dave? That's what humans have called him. But that's not his name. You know, it, the chimp is a chimp, at least in nature. If you're talking about pets at home, yeah. Call your cat, uh, whatever. Call your cat Heathcliff and your dog Scoopy, Scooby-Doo or Snoopy. But in, in the wild, let, let them be what they be. Let the lion be lion. Let the ape be ape. That to be monkey, be monkey, whatever, you know, just, I don't, for some reason, that really annoyed me, I don't know why, I'm just being cranky, maybe. But like I said, these series are really well done, these animals are majestic looking, 
you know there's some producer in Hollywood watching this who's like telling his assistant, hey, give me that lion's people on the phone. I want to cast them in my next film. And she, the assistant, she's like, uh, well, he doesn't really have any people. He's an animal in the jungle surrounded by, like, lemurs or, uh, or chimpanzees. And he's like, well, fine. Get me in touch with the chimpanzee who knows that line so I can get him in my movie. But, yeah, definitely, Planet Earth is definitely worth watching. Now, Super Bowl is coming up this weekend. The Los Angeles Rams versus New England Patriots. Patriots are in their ninth Super Bowl in the past, I believe, what, 18 years, which is crazy. I used to be one of those really, really hate Tom Brady. I really hate Bill Belichick. I really hate the Patriots, which I shouldn't really care because the New York Giants beat them twice in the Super Bowl. But like a lot of people, the Patriots seem to rub you the wrong way. But it's come to the point where it's really hard to hate. I just don't really hate them anymore. Not that I'm a fan, but it's like that kind of success and what the I know there have been some scandals with cheating, but with everything they've done, it's kind of like, okay, they're just here doing that thing that they usually do, which is win a lot of games and stuff. So, And, you know, Tom Brady's living the best life you could possibly can, right? He's a Super Bowl winning quarterback. He's considered perhaps the greatest ever to play that position. He's married to Giselle Bunchen, a, a supermodel. So it's like he's filthy rich. He's got amazing cheekbones, if you were just wondering about that. So, it's just, everything is going good for Tom Brady. And, uh, so, you know, some people, that just it just works out that way for them. So, there's no point in even putting that energy of negativity uh, towards them and stuff like that. Now, uh, one of the other big culture events taking place, uh, the past, started last week, this week, was uh, Sundance. Sundance Film Festival. And uh, a lot of movies, independent movies... Our House Films being debuted. And now one movie, which is probably more of a broad comedy, uh, which is going to be coming out in a couple of weeks, is a movie that I got invited to a free screening to. But me being an idiot, did not check my email until much later in the day. And by the time I was wanted to RSVP to go to this event, it was already full. And the name of this movie is called Fighting With My Family. It's about a... F- family of professional wrestlers in England and how one of the members, how she becomes a superstar here in the United States with the WWE, the movie co-star The Rock and he also produced it uh, it's based on a young lady named Paige who uh, in real life uh, had to re- retire from wrestling at a very early age she's still in her 20s but she had to retire about a year and a half ago, two years ago because of severe injury dealing with her spine uh, and her neck, but you know, I was like really mad at myself because like I wanted, I really want to see this movie. It's written and directed by Stephen Merchant, who many of you may know from his work on the original version of The Office with Ricky Gervais. So I was like, oh, I wanted to really see that movie because you know why I didn't check because you get so many emails, right? And and like if you if you have a Gmail account, right, and you get those folders, promotions, social, you get, and sometimes you get. You might get several emails a day from one particular source. And usually it's like one trying to sell you something that you may not want to buy or have no interest in at all. And like I said, my uh, my inbox really is a hot mess. Like it's uh, at one point many years ago, I really got my inbox down to a very manageable number. But now, once again, it's grown out of control. Uh, it's a monster. Uh, it's going to consume 
the earth. That's how ridiculous uh, my inbox has become. But because of that, last time I sent some emails, I'm like, oh, it's from that place again. Uh, it's probably just some kind of promotion thing or some kind of something that I can read that later. There's no need to read that now. But, you know, sometimes you got to check those emails. Even this, you never know. It might be something really cool and interesting happening, which you really don't think about on email anymore. But remember when email was such a, for people who are a uh, certain age, you, you're like in your 20s, you probably just remember email being around. But if you're older, when email first became this popular thing, it was like, oh my God, I can write people electronically and they can read it in moments. Or like the days of AOL Messenger, where you like, I can talk to someone across the world or a different part of the country and we can communicate. It was such a marvelous thing. Now it's like this thing where uh, I think people do interact a lot with strangers as far as like maybe Twitter and Instagram, but it's, I don't know if it's as detailed as it was like in these chat rooms back in the day, like ICQ, where you would meet someone and like you have like a long hour discussion in the chat room about some like serious issues and, or just maybe something you're really a big fan of. But then the conversation was over and maybe you spoke to that person again, maybe you didn't. But it was just really cool how... Uh, these things could take place. Now, of course, there's a lot of crazy, uh, creepy people that could show up in chat rooms. And uh, ladies probably have more stories of those issues uh, than some guys do. But still, you know, every time you go into a chat room, you, you have to be like, hmm, I could be talking to a serial killer. You know, and it's serial. And you think about serial killers, because I, I mentioned this. Another episode, I was watching the, the Ted Bundy documentary uh, the other day. And then there was another one. I saw another channel with more information. And then I was watching ID Discovery. And for so Americans, we really love our true crime and narratives, our, our true crime stories. Uh, I don't know the, psycholo the psychological profile behind that. Uh, why, and I, don't think, I think it's more the entertainment. Uh, I think... I think we like being scared, right? That's why horror movies are so popular. That's why people rush to go see movies like, you know, The Conjuring or one of those Saw movies where, you know, those not, I don't think those movies are really scary. They're just violent. And the first, the first couple ones are really actually very entertaining. But you know what I'm talking about. We like being scared. Like one of my, one of my best experiences at going to a movie was when Scream came out. You remember Scream, 1996, directed by the late Wes Craven. Uh, I went to see Scream with a group of uh, friends from high school. Actually, we already had graduated from high school uh, like a year before, two years before that, but we had, uh, had decided to hang out and we decided to go to a movie. We went to see Scream. And it was in Times Square. It was a packed movie theater. And the crowd was just going crazy with every killing and every stabbing. And there was, like, legitimate people, like... I remember a couple people, like, actually left the theater. Because they were like, I can't take it anymore. It's a crazy experience. And I think, you know, there's something about these dark things in our society that in some ways give us comfort. Because maybe subconsciously we're maybe taking comfort in our safety... That our distance that we're away from it 
or in some cases like when you hear about stories people who survive horrible things uh, we like to put ourselves in those situations where we like could I survive that could I be as strong or brave as that person and, and this goes beyond horror movies I remember a couple years ago I was reading the book uh, Unbreakable I, believe, I hope I got the, the right name but it was made into a movie it was about a man who had survived being a you know, prisoner of war in Japan, and but before that, he had been uh, he had been shot out the sky in a plane and spent days floating in the Pacific Ocean. Now I'm I believe I've got the name wrong, so you gotta forgive me. But Angelina Jolie uh, directed a movie about it. Uh, the book is written by the same woman who wrote the books uh, Sea Biscuit, so I probably got the title wrong. But I remember reading this book, and I was, I don't know if inspired was the word, but I was kind of felt like this man who had so much character, so much strength, and I kind of felt like, you know, maybe some of that strength, maybe some of that character, maybe some of that conviction is inside of me too. Even though I don't know this man, and we don't have nothing in common really, except I think being born in New York or whatever. But I was like, and I think that's why we attracted to sometimes these dark stories. Because we try to, in our back of our minds, we're trying to figure out how would I survive this? How would I get through this? And also we're interested and intrigued in the mind of people who do these horrible things. Why are they doing these things? Do I know anybody like this? Uh, should I be calling the cops on my best friend? Because they might be a homicidal maniac. These are the things that we are wondering so, I want to uh, let you know that on my Instagram page, my Instagram profile, which is uh, at Glenn Price Man, Glenn with two ends, man with two ends, I'm doing a little something in the IGTV section, the video section. I'm doing like little short videos, which are sort of uh, a version of this podcast where I'm talking about stuff that I may have talked about in the podcast, but I'm talking about other things also. So, you can go to my Instagram page, check that out, also check out some pictures and Stuff like that. So, on that note, I'm going to be uh, going out. Now, if you would like to support this podcast, uh, it doesn't matter. 99 cents or a dollar. If somehow you're entertained, uh, then you can uh, do Anchor. Especially, you can, uh, you know, support this uh, little podcast that could or is trying to do something. Anyway, thank you for listening. Man from New York.